Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Welcome back. Today, I am talking with Candace White Parker, the owner of Yes for Wellness. Candace is based in Brooklyn, New York. She is a holistic health and wellness coach, a French PT, and osteopath. I absolutely adore Candace. Candace also serves on the IAW New York City chapter leadership team. Candace, you can tell, has a passion for helping people feel better. When you talk to her about what she does, she lights up. You'll hear it in your voice. If you see her on a Zoom call, you'll see it in her in her expressions. She loves helping people feel good about their bodies and has so many great insights to share about her path to where she where she ended up now. This conversation we dive into some unexpected circumstances with a large life pivot. We also dive into the COVID impact on her business and how she had to go and reinvent herself. So listen up, go follow Candace on social media. She she shares amazing health and wellness tips and she's really fun as well. And I hope you enjoy what she has to tell you. All right, hello Candace, welcome. And thank you for being here today. I'm super excited for our conversation. Um, Thank you for having me. Of course, to help kick us off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, So I am a French American (laughs) health and wellness coach, uh, personal trainer, and I moved to the US um, now almost seven years ago. My goodness, time flies. Wow, and so you're, you're in New York City. In the in the middle of all of it, you have a business there, correct? So you you do wellness. Can you talk a little bit more about what you do? So health coaching, and then I am totally obsessed with stretching. So as a personal trainer, I'm pretty much focused on mobility, flexibility, stretch, uh, because I think a lot of us are way too tense for (laughs) our lives. And it's very helpful to do like, you know, a little bit of release, right? I've, I've seen some of your desk stretching videos, and I, I think a lot of us can relate to shouldering a lot. <laughs> um, yep. and, and it's amazing how quickly the tension shows up and, and having stretches to help with that. It's fantastic. So thank Absolutely. you for, for what you do there. <laughs> Um, so I want to talk a little bit about, so seven, about, you said seven years ago, you moved from France to the U.S. What, what prompted that move? Well, um, as I have dual citizenship, my dad is American and my mom French, but I was born and raised in France. And I said, you know, I want to switch things around. I want to um, go and live in the U.S. and go vacation in France. So let's do the opposite. Um, little did I know that all the studies that I did in France, so I was a physical therapist and I did like a manipulative technique with, which is osteopathy. Um, when I came here in the U S surprise, your license are no good here. (laughs) It is, um, it, it was a shock and I had to improvise. 
Right. So that's, that's a big deal because you had invested a lot of time and I'm sure money and resources to getting the certifications and getting the training and getting the certifications and to kind of lose access to those tools. Those are, those are really great for what you do having, I'll call them tools in your toolbox. Right. And we talk a lot about tooling yourself and having the skills and developing the things that are going to give you the ability to do something or the, the sort of the stamp of approval from another party. Um, so was it kind of this moment of, Oh, Oh, Oh no, what do I do now? Like talk a little bit about like the realization of that. I had, I had the plan to kind of shift from my PT practice, um, moving to the U S but not being like completely done with it. Um, mm-hmm. because I knew like wellness and taking care of others is like, a, it, I love to do that and nothing else brings me the same joy. Um, so I had to like rethink my options. Of course, I started to like find a nine to five job because I needed to pay my bills. Uh, so I was lucky enough to work for Louis Vuitton uh, in a beautiful store. So it was amazing. Uh, but I didn't have that, you know, that inner joy, that that passion that like pushes you every day. And I was exhausted. So I'm like, OK, um, reconsidering the fact that I was, you know, in health, I wanted to stick to that and seeing American habits in terms of eating and in terms of self-care, <laughs> I figured, ah. hey, I could be a good coach. <laughs> You, you found, you found your opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think I want to, I want to center on the first, the, the finding the nine to five to help keep yourself going. Right. Because it's, you find yourself unemployed or unemployable based on a change in circumstances. And it's still important that you have some sort of income stream. So Absolutely. the nine to five, but it sounds like that also helped you to understand that your your joy your passion is health and wellness and that it, it, you had emphasize that 100% because sometimes you you're doing something and you don't really realize that you really like it and when mm-hmm. you stop doing it then you're like okay that might have been my purpose and that just got away from it so let me mm-hmm. just go back to what i love to do and it was really essential like taking care of someone curing someone from pain didn't give me the same joy as selling bags. But that's me. Right. Right. No. And I, and I think that that is something that's an important thing to realize that when you lose that, the, the thing that you do that you're passionate Mm -hmm. about and suddenly you don't enjoy going to work anymore and you don't, you don't have the same outcome because you're not, you just, you don't have the same feeling. Um, I think that's really important. So, so talk a little bit about your kind of overcoming the losing the, the certification, your, your physical therapy license, but how did you find yourself back into health and wellness knowing that that's like, was, did you go straight to coaching or were there other paths that, that you followed? Yeah, I, I went straight to coaching. Basically, I find myself coaching my coworkers at the store. So that's funny because everybody knowing my background came to me, asked me question. Oh, why, why should I, what should I do? Because my back hurts or my legs are heavy or um, I have stomach problems. I don't know what to eat or like stuff like that. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's, that's, 
that's a job <laughs> and like and helping people giving advice and I figured okay let me search online it was really my search online that just give me that coaching certification option and I was like this is it it is my it is my bridge between my background and what I can offer here in the U.S. so it was kind of a oh, aha moment thanks to my Ooh. colleagues so <laughs> I love those moments. I, I think that those moments, sometimes they're, they're really clear. Sometimes they're not as clear, but to, to realize, Hey, I'm giving you advice and yep. you, you need what I have. And yep. I can, I can take what you're asking me and build that into something that I'm going to enjoy much more than selling bags. <laughs> I love that. Mm -hmm. um, do you, so when you had that aha moment, was it, was it crystal clear for you at that point in time? Or was it like, oh, I'm thinking about this. I think I can make this work. Or was it just, I'm all in. I'm just, I'm, I'm oh, done yeah. with the bags. I'm going straight to coaching. It was, it was crystal clear because my body actually made me step down from the job because he was not happy. I was not happy. I was stressed out. Like everything you can imagine about modern life getting to you in terms of tension and repercussion, I, I got everything and I was over drinking coffee and you know, like you, you kind of a mess. And I was like, why my body never did that to me. It's because, okay, maybe because I was happy before with what I was doing. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I need to change that. Otherwise it's going to get really bad. And, and then I got into the coaching. I got my certification while working. And when I got my certification and say, okay, guys, I love okay. you, but I have to go. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. Well, and I think to be in tune to what's going on in well, I guess inside and outside of your body to be able to recognize the effect that stress or mm -hmm. unhappiness or your, your situation is having and be able to then say, there's something better for me. Absolutely. Just, I think that's amazing. That's incredible. And what, what helps you realize that also, just to end on that, is that it was not a question of money. I was, I was having good money from the selling job. It was absolutely not a question of money. It was really about this, this gut feeling that you're not where you're supposed to be. Right. That's, that's actually, I love that you brought that up because I think that for many people chasing the money is what they think is going to bring them the, mm -hmm. the peace and the joy and the satisfaction, yep. but you can be sitting there earning lots of money and if you're missing that key element of, of your purpose and your why and the joy, it, you can end up just being in a bad place. Yeah, there's and, no point. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. Now on the, on the financial path, was it scary to sort of walk away from 
the income, the, the consistent and the, the job to this unknown world of coaching. Yeah, because on top of that, I was in Miami and then I moved to New York. So it was like double thing. <laughs> we all know that uh, financial condition counts in New York. Uh, right. In terms of housing and everything, cost of living. So yeah, I had the little pressure. I knew that I gave myself like a time frame. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for me, my husband was able to support the family while I was doing this transition. So I'm, I'm blessed and lucky with that. Not every woman or, or man has the opportunity to just shift like that um, to build a business. Uh, so I was very fortunate in that sense. Um, but I had given myself like a six month time frame to try to make it happen. And, and then I got little part-time jobs in, you know, little field that I feel comfortable in. So in like coaching, um, I was doing personal training. So little by little, you know, I kind of achieved that transition. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, is, it is also important. It's not a question of pride. At, at some point you have to put food on the table and you have to provide. So it is okay to have a part-time job, but still doing on the side what you really, really love. This way, you're feeling good about yourself and what you do. Right. So you're you're building momentum probably slower, but you're doing it in a way that you're still sustaining the things that you need mm-hmm. to sustain in your life. And then the pandemic hits. So it right. Was so like, let's talk pandemic for a minute, because you've you've how how long were you in New York City before the pandemic hit? Six months. so here you are in new york city you're establishing a new coaching business which is very focused on being face-to-face with people right you you had a a physical location you you had clients in person and so pandemic hits and it all goes away is that and and i guess like all of the businesses here you have to reinvent yourself so here we go online yay zoom fabulous tool Fortunately, so it, it's funny because I would have never thought about working online if this pandemic didn't happen. So it was also an interesting shift and point of view uh, for my line of work. And I'm like, I'm actually not, not happy and felt not sad that that happened for me because it opened my mind in terms of perspective. So it wasn't right. that bad. but. I'm still a hands-on, a hands-on coach, 100%. I prefer that, but I mean, yeah. technology can make things easy sometimes. Right. Yeah. I think I, I like this theme of reinventing yourself because I think that life is always going to throw curveballs or challenges, whether you walk into them, like you, you chose to move from France to America and that was a choice you made, but you walked into a huge curveball with your licensing and regulations. Um, the pandemic is something that nobody had any nobody control could, over, yep. but it had a massive impact on your business. And I think when we're open to reinventing ourselves and, and having alternative paths to success, holding on to the things that bring us joy when, whenever possible, but, but when you're, we're open to new ways of doing similar things. Absolutely. I think it's like the basics. If you like what you do, you will always be able to adapt and like turn around 
that sphere of happiness. If you were miserable with what you're doing before, when life throws you like a curveball, you feel like it's the end of the world and it's super hard to pick up. So I think it's like a major thing to keep in mind, like be happy with what you're doing. You will get on better with like weird stuff happening to you. Right, right. Yeah. So when you when you start in a place of joy or happiness or, or satisfaction, it's easier to overcome those curveballs. Absolutely. Then when you're you're already kind of feeling miserable. Mm-hmm. And then life throws something else. And guess what? It just gets uglier. Yep. You're just down yeah. down in the mud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Um, now in terms of so post-pandemic, you're back in person, right? You have a new clinic in New York City. I so am, yes, I have my little studio to- and then I go into uh, companies too to offer stretching and desk stretching techniques. Nice. Um, it was I was at um uh, we work. I don't know if you know this. Um, those facilities, those companies who offer places to work, basically mm-hmm. remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a bunch of people who were really tense in their shoulders and like problem neck problems. So they were very happy to learn little tools to stretch at their desk. That's great. So finding another avenue to sort of sell yourself and sell, promote your services and and be present with your audience. Yep. through so it's not necessarily they're a longtime client of yours but you have the absolutely. opportunity to to get your hands on them in a different location absolutely i'm just i just want to spread the help <laughs> as much as I can. <laughs> i'm here to help use me <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I i love that mentality i think it's it, it clearly shows up in in the way you talk about what you do and the the joy in what you do, it, it shines through. I know that this is not my first conversation with Candace. We've talked on many other occasions and you light up when you talk about what you do. Yeah. And it's, it's great to see. I love that you've been able to reinvent yourself as a French PT to where we are in America and what, what your licensing qualifies you to do. Um, I, that's, I think when we talk about challenges and that's one of the themes of this podcast is what are the, what are the challenges and what are the lessons we, we learn along the way? Because most likely this lesson can help somebody else. So in terms of if somebody finds themselves in a job where they're, they're feeling like it's not a moment of joy, it's Mm -hmm. they're, they're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and every day is kind of trudging through the mud to get to work. What do you think is the first starting point of, of getting yourself out of that? Um, first of all, you must, I think you must be honest with yourself. Realizing that you're not in a good place, I think is already like a huge first step. It, it is hard because you have family, you have society that put pressures on you like you know you must put food on the table like different things and at some point like I said money must not be the first thing to weigh in your decision um it is it is hard to look at yourself in the mirror and said okay I'm miserable (laughs) or I don't feel good about or good enough about what I'm doing so it's either, do I want to change completely? I went through 
um, a wonderful uh, course. You have those online. I don't know if you heard about Jay Shetty. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a former um, student, a financial student in London, and then he went through like a life crisis, went to India, spent three years as a monk, and then came back to kind of spread the, the good word. I'm obsessed with this. I love what he does. Um, and he has this little online course where you can try to find your purpose, basically. Mm-hmm. And you have multiple options online. You can read a lot of stuff. Um, basically, it is something that you like to do, something that you will be good at, uh, and that would not cost you um, like tremendous effort uh, mentally to, to work in. I think if you have like those sense of the tasks yeah yeah then you can actually analyze if what you're doing right now is like that and do you love what you do are you good at it because sometimes you good at something you do but you don't like it at all it's just it just Mm -hmm. pays the bill so it's like the combination of those facts and then you're like okay do I want to stay like that and I'm okay with it or do I want to like get to something that makes me happier yeah yeah I think it's more like an inner research first yeah I I love that I coming from somebody who started their career in accounting and then pivoted to marketing and it's like I it was I was good at it but there was no joy Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is like and I think that you can show up every day at work and you can keep moving through those motions and, and, and you'll be okay. But when you are doing something you love doing, it, it changes your perspective on everything. And yeah. I think that's great. And it's just um, like, let, let's be honest. Not everyone can work in something they absolutely love and in their purpose. I, like, I don't think it's humanly possible because there are too many yep. considerations in life. But you can bring a little bit of what you like to work so take a, a, on a project to present to your company and know something specific. Um, you can get into charity, help people. Like, I don't know, find something that you will do, that, even if it's pro bono, something to balance right. out to balance what you do it. every day. Yeah. Yeah. So at IAW, we have eight pillars that we kind of center all of our content around. And one of those is um, community and outreach because often you can, you can uncover those passion projects or those things that give you purpose through your community. And so Absolutely. volunteer, for years I have volunteered to, to support companies. I love doing web design work and I, I don't wanna do it as a full-time job, but I enjoy doing yeah. it. So guess what? I volunteer for the PTO, I volunteer for local organizations and it gives mm-hmm. me that, like, I get that sense of satisfaction yeah. that I've done something I enjoy but it's not paying my bills. I have no interest in doing it for large companies. I have no interest in doing it for clients, but it, Absolutely. it fulfills that. And that's a great way, exactly. And when you can use your skills and show up and give, the, yeah. the feedback you get from that is, is oh, amazing. Yeah. It's it's, it fills that bucket of like, I'm doing something good. And Absolutely. sometimes you're showing up and doing the job that nobody else wants to do. And if that's, if that's the thing that gives you joy, the, the feedback you're going to get from other people is just, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it. It, it really counts. And it, it really boosts your morale and your self-confidence. And that's very right. important. Is right. And so, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. So morale and self-confidence are, are big, big things, right? Because I think as we move through challenges, as women in, in our careers or businesses, when things get hard, it can be really easy just to get really down upon ourselves. Absolutely. And when you have, if, if your job is the only thing that's kind of filling that bucket, yeah, you can end up in a really difficult place. So when yeah, you find other places, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So in terms of community, so having, I've, I've been an expat in other countries before, so I would imagine it's similar coming here, but how have you found it with integrating and finding communities? And I mean, your family is so far away. So how do you, how do you overcome those obstacles of community and, and having people surrounding you? It was, it was not easy. I, uh, I must admit, I, I didn't, I think I didn't expect, I didn't expect anything, but that part wasn't easy at all. What personally helped me I think was my own little family my husband and my two kids so of course you put a lot of focus and emphasis on that first but then when I moved to New York finding IAW was one of my like major major and I'm not saying that because we I'm part of this association (laughs) now and like I'm I'm but really it was really important for me to find like-minded women support um because this pandemic like was hard on Mm -hmm. on your mind right it was like it throws you curveballs challenges and you're like how am i going to get out of this and having this community of women feeling the same way as you do (laughs) is like you say okay i'm not alone that's that's great and like for me, it was a tremendous, tremendous help. I think it got I, me like in inner mindset that was great to keep on going. I love that. I, I mean, I, I love that you reference IAW specifically as a community because that's that's what we put out, right? Nobody nobody needs to feel alone on this journey, whether you're just starting out or you're at the very top. Like mm-hmm. some days, it can be very lonely. And that's one of the things that that we're here for is it, you're yeah. you're not alone. There's other people going through it too, and that's that's where we love to offer support and and connect yeah. people. <laughs> and I I read not long ago also that when you feel at l- really your lowest because you're so centered on yourself, um, try to give help to someone else. Just put your mind into something positive and then you get into that good feedback and then it helps you like jump, jump, jump. And within this community, we were like giving each other's advice and it just lifts you up from, you know, this, this place in your mind where you think everything is dark, but you're like, okay, no, I can still do something useful just by talking on a Zoom meeting or like, and you will get advice from someone too. And it's like not being alone, I think is like a major, major point in that. Yeah, I I 100% agree with that. And I'm glad you have found the the support and and don't feel so alone because I know that that the pandemic had such a massive impact on your business. And it's it's great to see that you rebounded and that you're, you're, you're back in business now. I love seeing it. Um, as we start to wrap up, I like to shed light on quick tips or inspiration that will help somebody through their own journey. 
Um, in our in our feedback, you said the secret to achieve your goals is to get started, no matter how big the change. Start small and keep going one step at a time. Can you can you elaborate on yeah. that a little bit? And it's I think it's my years of experience. I had like fifteen years of experience as a PT, and now like five more years. So it's like twenty years. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I should say that out loud. Um, <laughs> but um, usually, when you want to change a lifestyle or your health or something, if you if your goal is like huge and very far from what you are right now, it can feel very overwhelming. So I like to break these into little bites. And it's better to implement right now because you will never be ready to like do a major change unless, I don't know, like something exceptional hits you and then you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. But most of us are like, yeah, no, I must do that. Oh yeah, know that I must drink my water. Oh yeah, know that I must, but we, we know what to do, but you must start. So like it's you, you say, I'm starting today give me one minute of stretching, give me one glass of water uh, on top of what I was drinking before, give me, I don't know, um, a food or fruit serving uh, on top of the one that I was not having before. <laughs> like little bites are easy to implement and then you could just add on and it's like mm -hmm. a domino effect. You, know, you will grow, you will grow, and it is easy, so it's rewarding. And when it's rewarding, you want more. And then you go and you build up like that. I, like, I think it's like one of the major things that worked through my practice and to help people just starting their journey uh, instead of, oh yeah, I want to run the marathon. Well, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, start with five minutes and then you okay yeah yeah I love this well Candace I enjoy I always enjoy our conversations but I love this um any anything else as we wrap up here that you want to share uh listen um I think for my part because I'm in health and wellness if you take care of yourself then the rest just rolls through very easily so start with yourself even because most of the time we put ourselves last. So just start with a little bit of self-care and then you'll see magically everything else is gonna roll out super easily. All right, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I have a whole page of notes and takeaways from talking with Candice. My top three, I'll narrow it down to three. So number one, pay attention to what your body is telling you. If going to work every day feels like a chore, if you don't light up with, with excitement, if you're not doing something that makes you feel really good every day, listen to what your body's telling you and see if it's time for a change. Number two, surround yourself with community. Candace found power in the IEW community when her business was shut down due to COVID. And she shared a powerful message about nobody really needs to feel alone on their journey. And there are so many times that we all feel so alone on these, on these journeys that we're on. And that doesn't have to be the case. So maybe IAW is the community for you. Maybe you're already a member. 
Um, but there's community all around you. So find your community, find where you fit in, where you can provide support, where you're going to get support and, and tap into the power of that community to help keep you going when time is rough. Finally, number three, Candace shared that the pandemic really forced her to shift her perspective on virtual offerings and that it's okay to reinvent yourself. Be open to reinvention for, to help discover new paths to success. Be open to new ideas for your business. Be open to being innovative and learning new things because you never know when that shift in perspective is going to cause you to find something that helps create more powerful results for your career or business. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Candice and I look forward to seeing you back here again next week. Thanks everyone. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.